0: Welcome to Real Brave and Unstoppable. Here, you'll hear stories and inspiration about showing up in the world authentically and having the courage to create the life you want. I'm your host, Courtney Rivard. I'm a mom, recovering engineer, lover of the outdoors, and professional life coach. I help smart women, just like you, live happier lives full of purpose and joy by empowering them to love who they are, get unstuck, and take action toward creating the life they dream of. In other words, I help them be real, brave, and unstoppable. It is possible and you can do it too. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Real, Brave, and Unstoppable the podcast all about being real, finding courage, and creating a life you're excited to wake up to. I'm your host, Courtney Rivard, mindset expert, mom, adventurous spirit, and professional life coach. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the show. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Real Brave and Unstoppable. Happy, happy, happy new year. We are finally in the long awaited year of 2021 after this crazy past year we've all had. So I hope it's treating you well to start off. I know we're only a few days into it, but hopefully it's gotten off to a good start for you. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about trying new things and kind of the stories you have around that. A lot of people have a hard time stepping out of their comfort zone and trying new things. So I'm going to talk about that and kind of we're going to dig into like what are your stories around that. But before we do that, I wanted to talk a little bit about this upcoming challenge that I'm doing. It starts next Monday, January 11th. It's a goals challenge. Well, really, it's a it's goals, intentions, dreams, basically creating your experience in 2021. And it, the challenge is centered around really digging into like, what do you want in the new year? What do you want to feel? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? And then setting a goal after you've done kind of that internal examination and choosing a goal that makes sense for you based on what's important to you and what you want out of the year and then we're going to take that goal and put it into a plan of how you can start getting there and some of the things that I teach in this challenge are what I just talked about how to how to set a heart-centered and, or a soul-centered goal. And then also just digging in to really analyze like why do you want that? Sometimes I've had people in the past say, you know, when I really started thinking about it, I didn't actually really care about the goal that much. It it just sounded good. Or, you know, or or people set a goal and they, they didn't really think about if it was realistic or not, or you know, things like that. So we'll also dig into the practical parts of goal setting too, like making sure it's a smart goal, which is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. You'll learn all about that in case you don't already know that that stuff. And one of the, the best parts of the challenge is learning how to identify the things that hold you back from reaching your goals and your dreams, the, the things that get in the way of carrying out your intentions and stuff like that. By knowing those things, by looking at them in advance and planning for them, it increases your chances of being successful in those things a lot. I don't have a statistic for that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it, it really makes a big difference. Here are some examples. You know, say you're trying to start exercising in the morning before you go to work, but that means that you have to be you know, ready to exercise at 6 a.m. So you have to get up at 5.30. So your alarm goes off and it's 5.30 and it's cold. Your bed is super snuggly. You'd really like to just lay there for another half an hour. So if you don't have that plan for how to actually get yourself out of bed, your why is also really important there too. But if you don't have that plan, it's going to be really easy to stay in bed. So that's just an example of like having a plan When you don't want to get out of bed, having that be a trigger to, okay, what's my plan for this? You know, and it's different for everyone, but that's one thing that you're going to learn in this challenge. And then also too, just a lot of us, when it comes to working towards something, we have a lot of beliefs or stories that we tell ourselves, patterns that are not helpful that get in the way too. And so there's going to be a section in there all about like unbelieving so what that means is taking some of those stories that say, oh, you can't do that, or oh, that's too hard, or it's too it's too cold out to work out. Like, you know, some of those little stories that pop up and unbelieving them and creating stories that you can believe instead. And it's sort of a different, I don't want to say it's a novel approach to goal setting, but I do think it's something that most people do not learn when they're learning how to set goals. It's mostly just the mechanics of setting a smart goal, having a plan to get there, which we'll also do too. We'll also cr- break up your goal into some mini goals so that you're able to, to to track and celebrate little, you know, little milestones in between. Also very important. So there's that. So please, please, please go sign up for that. It's really going to be great. I'm working on um, this with a workbook that goes along with it. And it's going to be a pretty meaty workbook with some great exercises and some great questions to really get you thinking. And um, also like the worksheets to help you put your plan on paper and have it handy so you can always be looking and referring to it. So go sign up. You can do that at CourtneyRivard.com goals dash challenge. A uh, link is in the show notes, but I really look forward to seeing you inside of that. So this podcast started in June of two thousand twenty and it's funny because a year ago this podcast was just a line in a planner. One of my goals was start podcast and i I knew I wanted to do that and I had kind of put that goal off for a while i i it was planned for much earlier initially, but then it just you know life happens and sometimes you have to be realistic with your goals and not take on too much so I uh, practiced some good self-care there and put it off until I was really ready to tackle it. But yeah, a year ago, that was a line in my planner that said, start podcast. I had no name. I had a vague idea of a concept. I knew nothing about podcasting other than I knew some people who had started podcasts of their own. And a lot of people have said to me, I don't know how you do that. Like, how did you start a podcast? Like, it seems so complicated. And if you're somebody who has a podcast or knows somebody who's had a podcast or you know about podcasting, it's like, yeah, it's really not that hard. Like, you know, you just dig in, learn about it, take it a step at a time. And anyone really could do it, you know. But that's kind of one of the traits I like about myself is that when I look at something that's interesting to me, I don't see it as this lump of, oh, my God, that's so hard. I usually am pretty able to look at, okay, that's interesting. Let me learn about it. Oh, yeah. So I learned about it. Oh, yeah, I I still think it's interesting. Let me see how to do it. And then I kind of dive in and go crazy. But that's another podcast episode. (laughs) But my point is, I've always been somebody who steps in into new things that you know, I, I like to learn. I like to try new things. But not everybody is that way. And I've had this happen a lot in my life where I, I used to do a lot of triathlons, longer course triathlons, like half Ironman um, distance. And people would always say to me, oh, I could never do that. That's so amazing. Like, that's crazy. And I mean, maybe, but a lot of people do it. And I would always say, well, you could do it, too, if you want to. That's the key is like, if you want to do that, if it's something that's important to you, you absolutely could make a plan, follow the plan, and then reach that goal. But you have to want to and you have to be willing to put in the work to learn how. But it got me thinking about those words. Oh, I could never do that. And why why are there so many people who just automatically say I could never do that? without even trying. Because of course you can. You can do anything that you put your mind to, really. And so when I thought about it a little more, it kind of came down to like what's your story about doing new things? Like what story do you tell yourself? Like for example, I I shared my story with doing new things. The story that the narrative that runs in my head is, "Oh, that's really interesting. Let me see if I can learn about that." And then make a plan to do it if it's still interesting to me once I learn it. And sometimes the answer is, yeah, it's that's too much work for me right now. I don't really care if I do it. And that's different than saying, oh, it's too hard. I don't want to do it. You know, it's a mindset shift. So there's that story of I'm a person who will learn and take on new things if it's interesting to me and I want to do it. And there's also like a million other stories, and you can probably think of the ones that you have yourself. But you know, one of them is, well, what if I can't? What if I fail? What if I look stupid? I don't know how that looks too hard. I'm not somebody who can do hard things. I'm not strong enough. Like, you know, if you start to really listen to that, that narrative that's on a loop in your brain, you'll start to notice a lot of these stories. But I want to offer to you that you are actually capable of doing anything that you want to do, and like I said before, that's the key, anything that you want to do. so if you want to do it, there is a way. I promise you. I've been reading a lot of Wayne Dyer lately, and one of the things uh, he said in the book I'm reading right now, it's called Happiness is the Way, and honestly, to be a complete Star Wars geek. I picked it up because if you're a Mandalorian fan and you you know this is the way mantra it caught my eye because of that so that's a total side note but he said something along the lines this is not like a direct quote from the book but if you can conceive it in a thought you can have it and in this chapter of the book that I am reading right now he talks so much about your thoughts and how you are not your thoughts. So if you have these thoughts running around in your brain, like little toddlers saying, you can't do this, or you're not good enough at that, or what if you fail, or it's too hard, or all of those things. Like if your brain is thinking those things, that's probably what you're gonna end up with, right? So if you can change your thinking to say, you know what? I think I'm actually capable of that. And then shift that to, I think I am, or I know I'm capable of that, I just have to learn some things. Like, you literally can reach any goal that you want. And I know as I talk about this, like, I make it sound so easy. Oh, yeah, you just do it. If you want to do it, you just do it. And of course, it, it is that simple, but it's not because our brain gets in the way. You know, when you actually start to put that into practice and go after something, you know, you do have those thoughts pop up like little, like I said, like little toddlers running around throwing tantrums that, that tell you, oh, that's too hard. I can't do that. What if I fail? What if I look stupid? All of those things running around in your brain. As for the failure thing, I just want to say who cares, but i will get to that more in a second. So how do you actually get to the point where you can go for it? You know, and you can really, and I love how this fits into my podcast name because this is really a lot of the concept of it is like, how do you just get to a place in your life when you can really go for it? What you, Go for what you want. And I keep saying that a lot. I keep saying that, like, go for what you want. Like, that is something you always should ask yourself. Do I want this? Do I really want this? When I was thinking about this, the first thing that came to my mind is you just got to let go. You, you got to let go of needing things to be all figured out at once at the start. You need to let go of having a perfect plan. You need to let go of, you know, it being perfect, the the perfectionism thing. I actually used to be very much somebody who had to have like the whole plan figured out before I started. That's like the engineer in me. And It that didn't really paralyze me. A lot of people get like analysis paralysis from that and they just never start then because it feels too overwhelming. That wasn't really me, but I did have a hard time with that, like fear of failure. I would still do it, but I was always very hard on myself during the process. As I got older, I think I started to get more afraid of trying new things, because of the perfectionism piece. So there, there are always the things that are kind of in your comfort zone, maybe a tiny stretch, but they're still in your comfort zone. And then there are those things that are so outside of your comfort zone, that it takes some work to get there. And so those are the things for me in that place of wanting things to be perfect, or wanting to have the plan laid out. Those are the things that probably I shied away from and if I am really honest with myself I might have actually talked myself into believing I didn't really want them but maybe I did and that that thought actually just popped into my head so I probably need to go like analyze that a little bit <laughs> you've also just got to let go of fear a little bit fear won't ever go away but if you can let it go and just kind of let it be there Jen Pasteloff wrote a book called On Being Human that I just finished reading, and it's an amazing book, but she calls it being fearless-ish. So you're not fearless. You're never fearless. Everyone has it. But if you can kind of be fearless-ish and just kind of let the fear be there, but just step forward one step at a time. Because really, failure, I truly believe that there's really no such thing as failure, the only way you fail is if you fall down and you never get up and try again. Because there's always a lesson you can take. And sometimes you give up on what you, you know, quote unquote fail at, but it's not really giving up if you intentionally choose it. You can say, "Hey, this isn't working for me anymore. I'm going to do something different. I'm I'm going to let this one go." And that's not failure. So I think like I could have a pretty long discussion with you about What is failure and what isn't failure? And I think that the what is failure piece of it, really, if I think about it, I think that that goes down to failing to believe in yourself, really. So that's the first thing is just letting go, letting go of your expectations, letting go of all of that and just doing the thing. The second thing that comes to mind for me is fear. And what exactly is it that you're afraid of? I did some shadow work journaling yesterday and shadow work. It's a little complicated to explain and it's out of the scope of this episode, but just the short of it is basically it's um, work where you take a look at the kind of darker places inside of you and you kind of just get to know them and try to integrate them into yourself in a more helpful way. So one of the journal prompts was about fear and to brain dump a list of all the things that you're afraid of. And This is a really powerful exercise to really just get quiet and write down everything you're afraid of. Shadow work is not easy. It brings up a lot of feelings, but it's really powerful work. So as I'm sitting here writing all these fears out, I just like felt this shift in my body of like, it's almost like when I was a kid feeling afraid and how you if you can put yourself back in that place of feeling that fear in your body like that's how it felt it was really interesting because that all kind of came back in my body but if you can really take it some time and do what I did and just brain dump what are you afraid of what exactly is it like you maybe you can't totally pinpoint it but just write stuff down And if you want, you can bring it to a mini session with me. I offer free mini sessions, 20 minutes to just work through a specific issue. Link is in the show notes. Totally no strings attached. I just love helping people with this kind of thing and kind of showcasing what coaching is because a lot of people don't really understand exactly how it works. But once you do that big old fear brain dump, look at it and ask yourself, you know, there might be some that really stand out to you and, and grab you and ask yourself, why am I afraid of that? And this stuff gets deep, like it really does. It, it's amazing how many layers of the onion there are to peel off, but start to ask yourself why, why might I be afraid of that? Can I think of a time in my life where that came up and started to make me afraid and then that fear just grew and now it stops me? The third thing that came to my mind during my thoughts about this was this concept, if you listen to the episode I did with Colleen McDonald about owning your worth, we talked a little bit about the concept of being worthy of having the ambition to do something. So here's what I mean by that. There are a lot of people who would never see themselves as an athlete. I happen to be a runner and I use the Nike run club uh, running app for my runs and I listen to their guided runs quite often I really enjoy them but as the head coach Chris Bennett always says if you have a body you're an athlete and I love that because it's true we all have an athlete in us for sure but there are people who don't view themselves as an athlete they would they almost it's like labeling if you say I'm an athlete it's like this resistance of like, you can say it, but it feels icky to say it because you don't believe it. And so if somebody says, if, so the, the reason I'm asked, uh, using this example is I mentioned triathlons earlier and how people would always be like, oh, I could never do that. And what I found is a lot of times people would say that because they didn't really even feel like they were worthy of having the ambition to do a half Ironman triathlon because they just didn't see them. They had a story running in their head a narrative that said, you're not an athlete. You couldn't, you couldn't do that. Who are you to say you could do that? You're not an athlete. You can see how that spirals and, you know, it gets in your head. And then it's just like this autopilot thought. And you, once you start to become aware of it and say, well, why couldn't I be an athlete? So this is some of the unbelieving stuff I talked about earlier when I talked about the goals challenge. So there are a lot of examples of this kind of thing with, our bodies, like the athlete thing, there are also a lot of examples with if you consider just like being in the quote unquote cool crowd, like not feeling like you fit in, um, you don't view yourself as someone who could do the things that the cool crowd does, so to speak. And when I say cool crowd, there's a lot of ways that can that can apply in life. You know, it can it can apply to like when my son was little, there was this group of moms who were always doing things together and I always felt like really I kind of almost felt less than because I didn't feel like I fit in with them and really it was just that my personality was different and I didn't really enjoy being around that and it's not that they're bad people or I didn't like like them but it just that that environment just didn't work for me but instead of having that story in my head, I had the one that said I wasn't cool enough to be with, you know, so, so I labeled myself as, you know, not worthy of being that type of person or being in that type of crowd. And that's not really like, you know, I didn't aspire to be with the cool moms. But you know, you can see what I'm saying is like, there's this barrier already, because I've labeled myself as someone who doesn't do that thing, that kind of thing, or can't do that kind of thing. And that stuff right there, that whole thing, the, the stories, the worth, you know, the worthiness of ambition or the worthiness to do this or feeling like enough. Those are the reasons that I am a coach because that is the stuff that is so amazing to dig into. And I work on it. I'm just like you. I work on this all the time for my own self too. I'm a normal person just like you. I struggle with the same things. I have my own coaches that help me with these things. I'm a huge journaler. And I invite you to dig into some of this stuff with journaling because it is really fascinating when you can start seeing some of these things that hold you back that it's like, oh my God, I just made that up in my head. So I can unmake it up in my head too. It's pretty amazing. So finally, the other thing that I just want to impress upon you too is the idea that you do not have to know exactly what your five next steps are or what the whole plan is to start something new. Um, I'm going to tell you a story. When I hired a coach a couple of years ago to help me figure out what I wanted to do with my life, help me figure out what I wanted to do when I grew up, (laughs) which actually led me to coaching, she said to me, actually... The idea of being a coach came up and I was like, yeah, I couldn't do that. I I don't really know how. I don't know anything about it. I'd have to get certified. I don't know if I could, you know, all of these, all these stories and all these like limiting thoughts I was having. And she said, well, what if you can? And like that was mind blown right there. Oh, what if I can? That's a really good way to look at it. I don't think I'd never really looked at it that way before, which seems a little silly, but but the other thing she said to me that applies to what I'm talking about here is that you don't have to know the whole plan to take the next right step. That's that's huge with this. Like I think sometimes people get overwhelmed because there are so many steps to learn something new or to do something new. And so if you can remember that all you need to do is know what the next thing is, you know, what is the next thing you need to do? And if you need more than that, you might want to look to see if you've got some control issues. (laughs) I know I did for a long time and it was hard to give up knowing what it all was going to look like before I started. But that's part of the fun. That's part of the journey in life is that you never really do know what it's all going to look like. So the sooner you can embrace that, the the better your life is going to be. If you can learn that, you know, the only certain thing that you have is what you know right now. Anyway, that it's you're you're going to be a much happier person. So remember that. The only thing you need to know is like the next step and maybe the next two, you know, sometimes we have to be a little practical about it. But if you wait until you have the whole perfect plan figured out, you might not ever get to try it. And life is too short for that, right? So I hope that this has been a helpful episode. Literally, the idea came to me yesterday when I was driving around in my car. I needed some time to myself after a really rough last part of my week. My 2021 is starting off a little a little rocky, so I needed some time to myself. And I came up with this idea, and I thought it was really a good one to to publish leading into this goals challenge I'm doing next week because it it gets at that deeper that deeper stuff when it comes to setting out to do something or setting out to to reach a goal some of that deeper stuff that we're gonna start the challenge with so um, again please go sign up for that challenge it is free which is super good value. I mean, obviously free, right? You can't lose. There's no there's no loss there. There's a really amazing workbook you're going to get, some really good work that you're going to be able to do and then perhaps the best thing is that the challenge takes place inside of my Real Brave and Unstoppable Facebook group. And I'm going to coach you for free in there. So if you have questions, if you're getting stuck, if you want to want me to help you with what your stories are, what your limiting beliefs are, I am there for you all week in that challenge. So that is like alone, the best reason to sign up for it. Free coaching, like who can argue with that? I would take I would take me up on that in a heartbeat. <laughs> so go sign up for that CourtneyRivard.com slash goals dash challenge. Link is in the show notes. I hope you guys found this helpful and I will see you inside that challenge. Okay. Happy new year. Well, friends, thanks for hanging out with me today on Real Brave and Unstoppable. If you love this podcast and want more, you have to check out my Real Brave and Unstoppable Facebook where I share more tips, training, and free coaching opportunities. Learn more over at CourtneyRivard.com group. And don't forget to review, subscribe, and share this podcast with a friend. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Real, Brave, and Unstoppable. If you'd like to learn more about creating an authentic life that's true to who you are, visit CourtneyRivard.com slash love life to download your free guide on how to build your vision and create a life that you love. You'll be so glad you did. I'll see you next time.